The crew recapped their brief trip to the Wisconsin Dells Card Show at the Kalahari Convention Center. Then they get hyped for the Dells Card Show this weekend. Get ready, coming up now on SCC. Welcome to episode 23 of Sports Cards Culture. I'm Chris, Chris underscore H-O-J on Instagram. I'm here with Nick at Stiff Arm Wax on IG, Christina at Christina's PC, and of course Josh at Cardboard underscore Chronicles, my underscore brother. Today we're going to recap our visit to the Wisconsin Dells card show that just took place this past weekend and then preview our forthcoming trip to Dallas. So Christina, Nick, and I, along with our friend Dormant Stash from Instagram, visited the Wisconsin Dells Card Show this weekend for a few hours. It took place at the Kalahari Convention Center. Before we recap that show, let me tag in Josh right away. Josh, unfortunately, you could not be there with us, but a lot of your friends were there. What has the feedback been about the show so far? That the venue was was amazing. Uh, that was definitely the feedback I got. And all of my friends were set up tables there were dealers and they they were treated very well uh my friend grant waldorf stories uh put the show together and did a fantastic job and it sounds like all of my friends had a great time now granted uh christina nick and i were only there from about 4 p.m to 6 p.m on saturday uh so just a small sliver of the actual life of the show but we were able to connect with some friends see a few dozen tables christina yes A, how long of a drive was it for us to get there? B, was it worth it to take that drive? It was about an hour and 30 minutes one way. So three hours round trip. So three hours for about two and a half hours at the show. Totally worth it. Good. I agree. (laughs) And so I say that because... um, Hour and a half, you know, that's people from the Chicagoland area, Milwaukee, Madison, Eau Claire, up north. Uh, shout out to our buddy Jordan Hagedorn up there. Minnesota, people were coming from the yep. Minnesota area. So uh, well worth the, the time in the car to do it. All right, here's some thoughts on the show. First and foremost, congratulations to the aforementioned Grant uh, and all the show's organizers for creating an excellent experience. The venue was clean and beautiful. Parking was easy and convenient. Yes. Security was strong and visible. Yes. Plus, there were refreshments readily available in in the room and in, in, in the actual convention center, and plenty of space to sit and rest in the lobby. Which With is a, another bar outside, so. which is important. Yes. To be able it to was. take a load off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Comfy mm-hmm. chairs too, and like couches, not just like folding chairs you could like sit at. Yeah. Excellent. The venue was top A+. Notch. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I was very impressed by the cards on display in many of the booths. There were lots of Grail level cards. Yes. Perhaps the most impressive was Grant's uh, 1997, <laughs> 98 PMG Green Kobe. Kobe certainly was the most talked about athlete at the show. In fact, his Hall of Fame induction ceremony was displayed on the projector screens while we were there. And third, the rumor at the show was that the after-hour events and the trade nights were electric with lots of fun deals going on, which speaks to the all-encompassing nature of card shows. To truly get the full experience, you need to partake in the day activities, but also the sports card nightlife as well. Okay. Let me get Christina's and Nick's impressions of the show. Christina, this was our first show in over a year. How did you enjoy it, and did you get any cards? 
I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, like you said, I really enjoyed the venue. I think like Josh has heard from the feedback as well. The parking was amazing. And from like being in LA to go and going to shows in LA, like sometimes that's an issue where you have to like pay for parking like half a mile away and then like walk to the convention center. So having the ability to park like literally right outside the front doors in a huge parking lot was pretty vital to me uh, and just shows the the uh, hidden delights of Wisconsin <laughs> that you don't really think about. Um, the people were super friendly. The dealers were awesome. Uh, great cards on display. Like I really have no complaints about the show um, except the fact that we didn't get enough time in there. But that was our fault, not not the show's fault. Did you get any cards? I did not. Did no. you even think about getting any cards? Um, no, not really. It was tough to. There was many things going on. Yeah, we had kind of talked about it beforehand. Like, unless something like super high on the list is there, like we're just walking through today. We're not picking up. So, Nick, how did you enjoy the show? And did you find any cards? Uh, I thought it was cool. I I liked the venue. You know, everything looked beautiful. I liked how they were playing the Hall of Fame stuff in the background, live on TV. Now, I had a quick, quick question, too. So, are the drinks that they serve there, is that a casino thing, or is that at every event? Like, they had a hub for getting hammered. I don't right in the middle of the place. Like, for getting hammered, that has a ring to it. I don't, that can't be at every event. I don't it, think it loosened everyone up. I don't nice. think that resort is a casino. I think it's a water park and resort, like and convention center. I don't believe there's slot machines and casino there. Oh, uh, okay. Because it definitely had that feel of like Mohegan Sun or Foxwoods. Yeah, it was, yeah, I think you're right. It's yeah, it's a, a family resort. It's not a casino. It had a great feel. There was an arcade There nearby. was. I wanted to go in so bad and Chris said no. Many people there actually wanted to go over to that arcade. They probably yeah, did at some point. They also had go-karts and bowling and laser tag. There was a lot of things to do there. Jeez. Good yeah. good venue. Now, Nick, did you get any cards at the event? Okay, well, <laughs> real quick. So, do other places <laughs> sell liquor? Other card, other card shows? shows? That's the first time I've ever seen it happen, personally. Yeah, yeah they do. They usually have beer. Oh, okay. Beer. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, the no, I didn't get any cards. I was on a hunt for the worm. I was looking for Dennis Rodman cards. Nobody had any that I asked, but I was also just, like, filming, and when I would stop, I'd ask... You know, like, or if they, if they showed interest in what I was doing, I'd be like, "Hey, do you have any Dennis Rodman cards?" I didn't have any. So, and then with our buddy Dorman Stash, we're looking also for MVS cards. Who's that? Who, yeah, MVS Marquez Valdin Scantlin. Valdez. Valdez. Scantlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kept saying Packers MVS, 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 like the whole show, and I was I didn't know who it was, but they kept saying it like I should have known. So I was just like, "Oh, okay, uh huh, yes. uh huh." <laughs> So yeah, but it was it was uh, cool vibes. Yeah, very cool vibes. Okay, Josh. So we just discussed there that none of us, myself included, bought any cards at the show, and you and I have some thoughts on this topic. I realized, especially while walking around the show, and not just this show, any show, it really is inefficient to try and find cards that I'm looking for at a show. I have to basically hope that I strike gold when I walk up to a table. And there also is the temptation to buy cards that I didn't have a desire to buy before I got to the show, just because they happen to be there in front of me. And right now, people are really pensive and reflective on the stuff that they've bought over the last three or four months. And this is a good time to reflect on 
how sometimes we might make impulse buys that we didn't really plan on doing, and shows is one place where that can happen. Uh, furthermore, when you're at a show, you really don't have time to do much research on the spot. You can always pull out your phone and look at card ladder. Uh, that can help, but still, you really want to be more rational and deliberate about your research than a show really permits you to do. So, Josh, what are your thoughts on buying cards at shows? Should we expect to buy cards at shows? What should our expectations be? Yeah, the key word there is expectation. I think a lot of people assume they're going to go there and, and find crazy deals or find rare cards they've never seen before. And, you know, it's exciting to go into it that way and, and be and be uh, at these shows expecting for something exciting to happen. And, and it does happen. There's definitely deals. There's definitely rare stuff that you won't see anywhere else. But for the most part, it's going to be hit or miss in that regard. So I usually go into it expecting to not buy cards. And I'm, I'm going there for more of the social aspect and meeting up with friends that I don't get to see in person. And so that's kind of what the show is for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for cards, you can definitely bring cash and still find stuff, especially if you go early in the show. Uh, there's usually some deals to be had. But like you said, here in the last few months, it's really tough because people are nervous to sell if things are going down. People are nervous to buy if it's going down. So it's kind of this like stalemate right now between dealer and, and buyer. So it's tough. And one of the words at the show from people we were talking to was lots of trades were happening. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. weren't so anxious to buy. They weren't so anxious to sell. They were more so just looking to trade things. Why do you think that is, Josh? Uh, well, you, I mean, a lot of collectors and dealers have made quite a bit of equity in the last few years. You know, they're, they're into these cards for fairly cheap that they bought years ago, and now they're worth a lot more. And so they're they're nervous to buy and use cash at these new price levels, but they already have the equity in the cards themselves. So they're more willing to trade that equity. And, you know, it's not, not as much risk involved in just trading one card for another. You know, you're kind of like betting on the entire sports card market as a whole, as opposed to continuously betting more of your cash. Definitely. Okay. So overall, we wish we could have been there for longer than just a few hours on Saturday, but we are certainly glad that we went However, we will be there, all of us, uh, Josh included, for the entirety of the Dallas Card Show this upcoming week. In fact, we will even be arriving a little bit early, as there are many sports card-related things to do in Dallas. Just a little bit. Before we look forward to the Dallas Show, I'll make one last note. So, this Wisconsin Dallas Show is not a one-off. Uh, it will be happening again in August, August 20th through the 22nd, at the same location, for more information on that, visit WIS, short for Wisconsin, WIS Dells Card Show, WIS Dells Card Show dot com. Uh, that will give you all the information you need. Coming up on Sports Cards Culture, we preview our expectations for next week's Dallas Sports Card Show. Imagine everything you love about the hobby in the palm of your hand. An entire store at your fingertips. Everything you need to know about cards is within your grasp. Unlock the secrets of the hobby. Plus, so much more. You don't have to imagine anymore. It's here. Card Ladder. Get the app today.
You're watching SCC, Sports Cards Culture. Keep up with the crew and follow them on all the socials. Plus, join Josh and Chris and sometimes special guest Christina every Friday night on Instagram Live. The Crossover. All right, the Dallas Card Show officially takes place this Thursday, May 20th through Sunday, May 23rd. For those interested in attending that show, all the information you need is at DallasCardShow.com. This show is advertised as having 450 tables, pretty big show. Lots of industry vendors will be set up as well as sports card dealers. Collectors from near and far will be traveling to attend this event as well. We will of course have a recap episode of that when we get back, but let's take a few moments and just look forward to it. So Josh, talk to me about your energy level going into this show. What are you looking forward to the most? I gotta say, I'm nervous. It's like uh, it's like going back to school after a two-year summer vacation. You know, I, I traveled abroad for two years in my own house because I couldn't leave uh, because of the pandemic. And now I'm going back to school and seeing all my friends. And it's like, it, I'm kind of nervous. You know, it's like, do I remember how to speak in public in front of people? I'm not sure if I do. We're, we're going to find out. Um, no, I'm excited, obviously, uh, just to get back out there and mingle with everybody look at cool cards again in person it's, uh, i haven't really looked at cards in person other than my own in, in a long time you know it's gonna be that's gonna be very uh, odd i think you know i'm so we're so used to instagram and auction sites and stuff it's gonna be cool to actually hold some cards and yeah i'm looking forward to it christina what are your expectations of the dallas card show have you decided whether we will bring any cards to trade or sell um you are trying to get me to bring certain cards to trade or sell because you're pretending like I'm like you're not. You're just going to bring them. But I've learned my lesson <laughs> enough where you sell cards out from under me. <laughs> so we will be leaving Christina's PC <laughs> at home. Like it will be safely tucked away in the vault where it's supposed to be. All right. So that means I get to bring anything that's Chris's PC? No. There's Hodge no, PC. There's no such thing. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm it's just a joint PC. Ah, uh, so then how? I don't know, quite know bring, how that. You could bring half of each card. Oh, okay. Good. Split the baby. That might be get a little messy there when I get out the tools, but uh, you okay. You would not. You would not. Expectations for the show. Um, I'm just looking to have a good time, hang out with people, talk to people, see Dallas uh, again. Um hopefully meet up with some friends down there and just enjoy the time i know like seeing josh for the first time in like two and a half years will be fun so it will be fun not two and a half years one and a half we were in oh yeah we were in phoenix one and a half recorded an episode of house of jordan's called da vinci's helicopter nope you're thinking we were actually in phoenix not that long ago for lunch with josh we were okay so that's way less than two and a half yeah that was just this fall all right um summer it was very memorable apparently (laughs) (laughs) well we didn't get enough time with you josh it was just like one lunch and then we had to hit the road we had to black it out we were so sad when we left yeah it cried for four hours on the road after we departed Yes, we did. Now, Christina, yeah. you and I have been active going to shops, shows for close to five years. Yes. But uh, as business owners in the hobby, um, this was the first show we ever went to wearing that hat in that capacity. Talk a little bit about what that experience was like, walking around with a card lighter hoodie, talking to different people. It, it, as a business owner and a professional who now is, is working in this industry. 
I don't. It was it was a different experience, right? Because you're not just like a fly on the wall anymore. Like you're actually like, even though you've taken your work hat off to put your fun hat on, like you still keep switching it back and forth when you're thinking about what are people doing, what are people talking about. Um, we had the chance to meet up with some really good friends from LA that were out there, meet some really cool um, virtual friends for the first time in person. So that was awesome. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was an interesting experience, I guess. Um, I'll have to, to reflect more on it because there were certain times where like, I wanted to say something and I was like, mm, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> so congratulations. That, hold me. on. <laughs> that is a big step in the evolution of Christina's it PC. Is. Well it done. Is. Okay. My filter was on high alert. Jo- Josh, <laughs> are there any cards that you might be interested in if you happened to see them at the Dallas show? I can't tell you that. <laughs> but even if there you don't be- say the specific ones, in general, w- w- is there some? It, w- might there be something there that makes you spring to action to make a deal? Yeah, I mean, if there's LeBron exquisite stuff, I'll spring to action. LeBron gold stuff, the usual suspects for me. I'm actually thinking about getting into some Jordan cards to s- spice it up a little bit, so that's why... I don't know, man. We might be throwing elbows and stuff. We'll see. <laughs> there will be a race to uh, get to the different tables. Okay. Be careful. I play dirty, Josh. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and one step forward, two steps back for Christina. Okay. Josh, the, <laughs> Josh, the PWCC premiere auction, the first ever, mm-hmm. uh, ends the first night of the show, which is Thursday, and the Golden Elite auction ends Saturday night, which also overlaps with the show. Tens of millions of dollars will be spent across those two auctions. Will there be any money left to spend in Dallas? I think that there's going to be a lot of deals to be had on those two auctions because those have to finish. There doesn't have to be sales at the Dallas show. Uh, Nobody's forcing anyone to buy and sell at the Dallas show. These auctions are going to end and they're going to have ending prices one way or the other. So I'd be on high alert for those two auctions because of the show going on, because they're there's two of them. There's two auctions ending, you know, close at the same time. Uh, I definitely have my eye on some stuff in those two auctions. I, I would actually bet that it's way more likely that I purchase something on one of those two auctions than I do at the show. Here we go. So I'll be on my phone ready to go for those two. True or false, you got a very nice new haircut just to look great in Dallas. Correct. True. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Final note, there will be no Sports Cards Culture episode next week, but we will be recording an episode of The Crossover live from Dallas next week, so we will not leave you guys completely without content. That will do it for episode 23. Hope to see some of you guys in Dallas. See you guys two weeks from now for SEC and in about a week for the next Crossover episode. Thanks for watching. Tell us in the comment section below what the crew should cover next week. And don't forget to subscribe. See you next time at SCC Sports Cards Culture.